Greetings and welcome to the Stay Empower People podcast. This is Ia Oshinwami Lekun, aka Kenyan of Ile Yamaja Achaba Obara Meji, and you are listening to Thriving Thursdays. I want to welcome you all and thank you, as always, for your support, for listening in, and for being present, for centering yourself and giving yourself time to check in with the message of the week and with yourselves, because that's what we do here in the Stay Empower People Network and Channel. So it is time. We are nearing the end of the year. This is today is December the 14th. We are experiencing all the things. We just had a new moon in Sag. We are having, as of yesterday, a, um, uh, what is that thing called? Mercury retrograde. Of course, I wouldn't remember what it's called because it's Mercury retrograde. (laughs) We're having a Mercury retrograde in Capricorn. We are coming upon the winter solstice and we are closing out our calendar year. For those of us who um, live in cultures where we are following the the 12-month calendar, you know, we are closing it out and we're getting ready for the sense of renewal, the collective closing out of one energetic and preparing for the new. In fact, we've even, you know, adapted numerology to align with this because this is the soup that we're all stewing in. So this is the energy that that many of us are working through and we're closing out this very potent, very potent seven year that has been a, a global seven year. And we're going into an eight year. So it's so interesting, you know, to be in this Capricorn retrograde as we're entering into an eight year because we are being called to really assess things and really check in with things, especially in spaces where we're dealing with business, maybe finance, power. And then we're going into the eight year, which is a year of power and business and finance and um, success for for those of us who are clear enough to step into that vibration with the right tools in place and to attract all the tools that we need especially and you know initially the tools of self-mastery so with all that in mind the message that i have for this week actually came about three weeks ago from Spirit and I've been sharing it in my circles with clients that I work with, with the groups that I help to lead. Um, And now it's time to just share it more publicly. It's a pretty simple message, but it really, really offers us something. So I want you to really listen, take it in, meditate with it and see what it does for you when you go through this process. What we are being called to do is to check in with our wants. What often happens during this time of year is, again, we're getting ready for new year, new me. And we're thinking about resolutions and things that we want to commit to and things we want to attract. And maybe some people are starting to work with vision boards and all kinds of tools that are all about bringing in the things that we desire, our wants. And... I've studied, I spent well over 10 years studying at the feet of an elder master who was my teacher 
He's now an ancestor, Ibashe Baba Mpumdishi, and he was trained and lived in the lineage of Tibetan Buddhism. And the idea around desire is one that speaks to um, actual suffering. So in the Tibetan Buddhist model, we look at suffering as something that puts us on what's called the wheel of samsara, the wheel of suffering, the endless wheel, because holding desires and chasing desires is constantly putting us in position to look for something that we believe we don't have and to want what we can't find within ourselves and not address ourselves. And so that's a constant a, a constant wheel of suffering. And it absolutely is. If you've ever gone through life in a season of life where you really, really wanted something that was outside of your reach, maybe it was, you know, fame, especially in this time where people are really trying to tap into the ease of, quote unquote, ease of becoming famous um, without some of the skill sets or some of the um, the the things that people used to have to do for celebrity. You know, now we have social media and people with all levels of talent and all levels of ability and even lack thereof can potentially become famous. And many people start to buy into that and say, wow, I want that. You know, I want tens and hundreds of thousands of followers. I want to hit a million followers. I want to you know, monetize my words, my thoughts, my ideas, my, my skills, my talents. And for many people, that can be a really painful experience because there's so much work that goes into that. There is still, it's, it's not Hollywood famous, that track, but it still is a track that requires consistent effort and um, a giving of one's time and energy that is not calculable to most people as we watch those who've made it to that level. So, you know, whether you're talking about young people who are school-aged or even up to adults, you see lots and lots of people who are thinking, oh, I wanna do that, I want, I want that, I want that, I want that, I want fame, I want notoriety, I want to be the person that people say, oh, oh, she's really got that wisdom, or she really, you know, she's got that, oh, look at her body, look at her talent, look at her face, look at whatever the platform is more and more people want that. It's something that is a deep desire for many people. And the pursuit of that for most people ends up putting them on what I would consider and many would consider to be their own wheel of samsara, a wheel of suffering, trying to attain something. And for so many years while studying under this teacher, I had such challenge with the teachings around desire because I knew myself to be a person who had plenty of desires. I mean, plenty, you know, I'm, I'm me. And I am me with all my archetypes. I'm me raised in the West where we believe anything is possible and we should, we have a right to have anything for some reason. And it definitely influenced my mindset. And I struggled for many years around this, this perception of desire through this Tibetan Buddhist lineage. I couldn't quite get it. Well, you know, we're here to learn. We're here to experience the things that we need to experience so that understanding can blossom within each of us. It's not always going to just rain down upon us and we are like, oh, got it, and we move with that. So my journey in desire and, you know, 
this desire, the desires that I've had across my, I'll just say my adult life have been quite expansive. (laughs) I, I have definitely lived with quite the range of desires, I'll say. Um, and truthfully, the, the pursuit of my desires, the, um, submission to my desires, living through my desires, you know, having people come into my life who were vibrationally in alignment with my desires and together we would play into the desires. I mean, I've been able to experience all of that. I don't, I can't think of many desires that I've had that my life has not offered me the chance to experience, to be honest. And when the situations, when the relationships, when the experiences closed out, I would say that every single time I was left feeling either empty or completely um, saddened, um, dissatisfied, yearning for more, you know, wanting wanting what could no longer be available, um, all kinds of things. So my own wheel of samsara, my own experience with suffering has certainly been a a companion to the receivership (laughs) that I've had around what I've desired. And I take all of it as such a gift because it's been such a learning experience. First of all, I got to learn through my life that I do have the power to pull in to attract what I desire. If I hold it and I want it, even if it's not quote unquote, good for me or for me. And that's relative because everything has actually that I've pulled in has been good for me because it's been a learning opportunity, a growth opportunity. But while in it, while while swimming in the in the wells of my desires, oh man, I couldn't I I have had such challenge making, you know, heads or, or tails of things and being able to find reason, you know, why, why God, why Olo Dumare, why Oshun, why ancestors, why, why everything and everyone, why, why would you let me have this thing that I have yearned for only to take it away, only for, for it to be so temporal, you know, just so out of whack, so out of order. So, I've gotten to see that like everyone on the planet, I have the power of attraction that works in my favor. If I want something, if I yearn for something, if I get into that vibrational field, I will absolutely attract its its corresponding energy by way of experience, places, opportunities, and people. They've all come every time. I don't get to decide the shape, form, or fashion, but they definitely have come. And like I said, they end a certain way. So I've gotten to to learn, okay, so great. I have this power, great. I don't quite know how to wield it, but I know I have it. And for many of us, especially in the the neo-deliverance, the new age, 
fashionable thing that's out right now or that has been out around you know the power of attraction the law of attraction that's been distilled down to this thing that's again it's like you want it you can have it just follow these these techniques and you know the power of attraction is yours to behold and on some levels it absolutely is but you know what about all the other laws what about you know the rest of the spiritual laws what about the rest of the universal laws and what are we doing with this power of attraction this ability to uh, draw in that which we are in uh, correspondence with so with that awareness of okay I can draw this in that's a great place for us in this new age rhetoric to stop and be like all right I'm just gonna you know draw in more of what I want and really really be detached even have cognitive dissonance around the outcomes you know if if I if I were to just stay there and be with hey you know what like um all right, so this, I really, really wanted this, this situation where I would earn a certain amount of money per month. Boom, situation arises, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And I'm bringing in the money that I want. And maybe the situation closes out or maybe I'm unhappy after several months in this place because it's really not aligned with my, with my core values. Or maybe... The money is coming in, but now here are more expenses showing up that weren't there before. And I'm getting hit with this and that. And it's taking those resources that I wasn't expecting. And, you know, all these kinds of things, these little nuances that I don't know how to troubleshoot for show up because I'm manifesting one thing that I desire, one thing that I want. So it's easy to use that. And there's lots of philosophy and teachings around Oh, okay, so now you distill. You, you, need to, you need to better craft your want. You need to better craft your ask of the universe. You, better, you need to better craft your power of attraction. So you still get that thing. You still, you know, the thing you say you want, ask for it, get it. Just, you know, now you need to say, and what I don't want and what I need it to look like. And, you know, just keep, keep creating more and more structure and uh, contracting and, and compressing more and more of the want um, so that you can keep away what you don't want, right? So that's a great place to, to stop. That's a, you know, that feels like a win. Like, okay, I'll just keep doing this and get better and better at it. And I definitely have been on that track. <laughs> but as Spirit has been revealing over these several weeks, that is not the stopping point that those of us who want to live in our power and truly live a life that not only brings us joy, but satisfaction and feels purposeful and is in alignment with our true destiny. That cannot be our stopping point because what's missing from that practice is the willingness to be truly aware of what it is we want. And then once we, you know, even if it's a list, what do I want? Let me let me just really sit with that for a moment. So if I say I want to earn $10,000 a month because I'm like, oh yeah, that, that would give me everything I need plus the ability to have the things I want. I need to go further. What is it that I actually truly want? Well, I want the ability to, to pay you know bills or not have bills 
plague me. I need the ability to fix up things that break down in a home, in my home or in my car. And I would like to travel, you know. So then the stage that we go into is really getting to the bottom of what we want. Go deeper, go deeper, go deeper. Okay, so you say you want this thing. I really, you know, you'll hear someone say, or you might be thinking, I really want a partner. I want a relationship. I want to love and give love and feel love. I want, I want, I want, I want. And and that's beautiful. Nothing's wrong with that. But go deeper. What do you want? Well, I want, like I said, partnership. Okay, so what do you want in this partnership? I want to feel loved. Ah, okay. So in your own inner world, are you offering yourself that love? Do you feel deeply loved, so deeply loved by yourself? Are you in the practice of loving yourself? Even if you look at it from the perspective of you have to be that in order to attract what you want. When we, dis- when we really, really distinguish what we want, we start to get to the, the undercurrent of the, of the vast ocean of asking. We're looking at the waves all the time. At the top, we see the white caps and we're like, yeah, I want that, I want that, I want it. But let's get to the undercurrent. Let's go down into the depths where Olokun lives, into the deep recesses of our inner world. And let's find out what we really want. And, and as we do that, we'll be asking ourselves a lot, why? Because that's the appropriate thing to do. To ask for a what without discerning the why is a mismanagement of the power that we have. To be in the world, in, in, in the multi-realms that, in which we exist, asking spirit for support, making offerings to have the things that we want, um, tapping into universal laws and practices, using magic, using you know all the tools that are absolutely available to us. To do that without giving ourselves the not only opportunity but the responsibility to go deep enough to say, why do I want this? Because what happens is most of the things that we want have to do with an emptiness, a space, a void within. And often we're just not, not only not willing, but we're not in the practice of going within frequently to check in and say, hey, where is there a void? Where is my wounded self sitting in a dark room alone, waiting for nurturance and love? Because what we tend to do is outsource that. Our wounded child self is, you know, still reeling from the pains of childhood, the pains of being raised in an oppressive society by parents who have been oppressed. That does a thing (laughs) to all of us. And that child is still waiting to be healed, to be addressed, to be seen, to be heard. But often, because we're not able or willing, we don't have the tools, we don't know how, we're not willing, it's scary down there, to go down and work with that child, to give them all the time they need, to give ourselves everything we need with true and full commitment. Because we're not doing that, 
we instead look to outsource that by way of relationships, by way of accumulation of goods, by way of reputation and fame, by way of power, accumulation of power, but not the kind of power that is true power that comes through self-mastery and healing, but the kind of power that is again an outsource, you know, reverent power. Oh, you know, people know me. I got this reputation. I'm going to be, you know, recommended. I have these beads on. I got this title. Look at my cultural attire. Look at my, my collar. Look at my, my pastoral, you know, titles. My, look at my PhD, all the stuff, all the stuff. And believe me, I am not making anything wrong about our choices to achieve things. Nothing is wrong with that when we understand why we're doing it. That is what we're being asked to do. Really, really go deep. Everything you want, everything you're planning to put on your vision board, everything you're calling forward, calling forth to come into your world in 2024, every single thing, everything. Be willing to research within your own recesses. What is it I truly want? And why? Don't make yourself wrong. You know we don't do that here. We're not shaming ourselves. This is an investigation and it is a worthwhile one and it is a powerful one. It's a powerful opportunity with such a simple process. And I say simple meaning it's only a couple of questions, but you just keep asking. Keep on asking. If you get tired, pause for the day, come back. Give yourself this opportunity. We're at the 14th. You have a whole half of a month. You have a little over, you have 17 days. If I'm doing my math correctly, and I might not be. <laughs> but you have time before your New Year's resolution, before you create your New Year's vision board, before you start to utter a syllable to the entities that support you that are listening and that are ready to act on your behalf and support you. Because they'll do it. They will do it. Take my word on it. <laughs> the things that you deeply desire, the universe will say, okay, baby, here you go. Looks like you need to learn this lesson the hard way. <laughs> and, you know, time is only something that we're concerned about in this earthly realm. Don't get upset. Don't call it a waste of time because you spend a year in something that isn't meant for you because you asked for it and you didn't do your work to discern and discover why you were even asking for that thing, that place, that person in the first place. Don't, don't get mad at the person. Don't get mad at the, the company that hired you. <laughs> don't even get mad at the bill collector who's, you know, taking their share, the tax man, whatever. Don't, don't do that. There's no one to be angry at. There's no one to blame. Instead, use it as an opportunity to empower yourself, to grow, to say, ah, okay. It took me a year, huh? Ooh, must be hard-headed. Okay. Let's grow from here. Let's just grow from here. So that is the message for this week. That is the message that I pray that you can receive somewhere deep within, because that's where it really needs to hit. And I pray that you're able 
to receive it and to do with it what is yours to do. Let's go into 2024 with the win, okay? We're going into an eight year, a year of power. A year that will be absolutely dynamic. The world is shifting. Every single moment the world is shifting and things are shifting at a pace that most of us are not really used to nor prepared for. The only thing that you will have to anchor yourself to is yourself. That's it. That is all you will have. And you get to determine through your work, through your efforts, and through your commitment, what self you're anchoring. What comprises that whole self? What are you willing to open yourself and access by way of the support and the anchoring? Or what will you not? And then you just have to be with what that does for you in the new year. That is it. I thank you all for listening. I love you all so much. Whether I know you or not, I'm sending you so much love and so much light. May every cell in your body, every tissue, every blood vessel, every bit of matter in all states be illuminated and awashed in the light and love of the Cosmic Mothers, those that love you unconditionally but also will hold you to accountability because you made a decision to incarnate into this body, into this world, as a soul seeking. And it's time to activate that. It's time to do your work. As always, I'm here to support you. We are here to support you. So if you need to reach out to any of us in the Stay Empower People group, We are priestesses, we are initiated priestesses, which means we carry an ashe, a power, a support system that that allows us to do the work that we do. We are metaphysicians, (laughs) we are students of the Kabbalah, we are practitioners of ancestral wisdom, spiritual science, and so much more. And we offer ourselves in service to your journey, to your soul's journey, because that's who we're here to serve the highest you possible. So if you need help, because we all need it, I know I needed it. If you need support, please reach out. We got you. You can book individual time with any of us. You can join us for free, because if you book us individually, you will pay our rates, but you can come for free to any of our Sunday gatherings. Find us on Facebook in the Stay Empowered People group and you'll see our schedule. You'll see when we post every Sunday, we usually meet at 10 or 11 a.m. It is online because it's winter here on the East Coast, so you can join us from the comfort of your living room. Come as you are. You are welcome. You are loved. Until next time we hear from each other, where you hear from me and I feel you, keep on thriving. I'm going to keep thriving and let's continue to thrive together. Take good care. Peace and love.